snatching up real quick. Just like, ah, I got you. I think that's called kidnapping or adult napping. <laughs> no, no, no. In, 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 in a positive, in a positive way. Ah, I got you with with love and affection, and 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 you wanted to be captured. <laughs> not, not. Oh, there goes Jason. <laughs> then I am here by myself until he gets back. This will be great. Until he gets back. So, as I was saying, uh, you know, oh, there he is. Add to stream. Nope. There we go. Yeah, yep, yep. Who knows what just happened? I mean, it's fine. You gotta pay your internet bill. <laughs> That's the thing. I upgraded to like the ultra fast downloading speed, all that crap, man. I want my money back. It's a lie. All that shit's a lie. I'm I got, I was supposed sure. to have the 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 freaking uh fiber, you know, AT&T fiber, whatever it is, it, it's the same. I have not noticed anything being better other than the fact that you know I can watch pornography in 4K. Oh, so I just use I just use my phone for that. So <laughs> why would you want to watch it? Well, I guess you got a house full of people, so you have to watch it on your phone. <laughs> oh, I'm not even worried about that. It's just you know, no, you get just used to a certain method. It just now it feels like um, going back to the old school, <laughs> sneaking around. <laughs> I got my phone. Right. <laughs> I got my phone. Yes, exactly. All right, we. I promise we're not going to do a twenty minute uh, <laughs> intro for what? We're trying to keep this in a nice rail. Um, I think we keep this one in the clip because I'm kind of sleepy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, what you think about the Black Panther trailer? Uh, not gonna watch it. That's what I think about it. I'm not gonna watch. Oh, it you haven't seen it? No, I, I I did see that it came out, and I'm not gonna watch it because they always ruin the movies. And I just want to go. The teaser was good enough for me. It was perfect. I just want to go watch the movie, <laughs> you know, without knowing anything about the story because they already already I know they already done ruined who is the next Black Panther. I mean, always we could guess who was going to be anyway, but right, they ruined it. Because, you know, you can just look and say, oh, yeah, that's that character, obviously. <laughs> I think they should have recast T'Challa, man. I mean, I get it. Chadwick and all that. Shout out to him, RIP, but they should have recast Black Panther. I mean, they wouldn't have recast any other uh, superhero. I mean, they recast the Hulk three times. <laughs> right, right. Eric Banner, <laughs> Edward Norton, and then Mark Ruffalo. But yeah, people don't remember. Yes, Eric Banner. <laughs> I mean, there would have probably been an... Uh, a tasteful way to do it at because I know there are a lot of people I know for that Chadwick Boseman's family was pushing for him to be for Black Panther to be recast, and there would have been a tasteful way to do it and and still pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman while still saying, "Oh yeah, this is totally different guy, but new, but the same guy." You know, yeah, I, I think yeah. they could have you know been creative and done done a little bit of both. Um, also, hopefully they wouldn't have picked an anti-vaxxer as a Black Panther. <laughs> okay, in, in, in her small, and I'm going to come to one small defense of her, she technically just reposted anti-vaxxer stuff. She oh. didn't really come out and spout anti-vaxxer you stuff. You are <laughs> wrong, sir. They have reports of her on set of this movie spouting anti-vax stuff. From no, no, I'm talking about for the public. I mean, people talk oh. a lot of shit all the time out in their real lives. <laughs> I'm talking about for the public. She only reposted oh. anti-vaxxer stuff. 
she didn't post <laughs> unless it's it. printed it doesn't matter <laughs> well i mean the point is i'm saying promoting it means like you're on every like angela hey what's the wasp when she was at the june 6th shit okay that's a whole different realm of like wildness she just said eh, i'm gonna post and retweet this which is a retweet and she talked about it in her regular life i mean i i god and, forbid <laughs> i'm not gonna her kill defense. her for that <laughs> we keep it 100 a lot of black folk they anti-vaxxers anyway <laughs> i mean i know black folk who won't eat uh farm-raised fish because they think it's gonna kill it's, it's got chemicals to kill black people in it well <laughs> so we're not really anti-vax we're anti-vaccinations that ain't old that's all we are like all <laughs> these people we talking about all them jokers got chicken pop shots they got all that shit and I got them they, getting flu shot every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're anti-vax to the things that, like that are new, like this, the flu shot. They're anti-vax to that stuff. I mean, all them jokers got mump shots. All them jokers got hepatitis shots. Like, yeah, they could be quiet. <laughs> as soon as they get, you know why they got it? Because they didn't know they were getting it. They were getting like stuck, and they're like, "Oh, what was that? Don't worry about it. You're fine." Next, like, so. <laughs> as soon as they get a rusty nail through their foot, they're gonna sure be like, "Oh, let me get that tetanus shot real quick." <laughs> right. Because I remember growing up, like, if you didn't get your shots, you couldn't go to school. Like, nope. at this whole evolution of, like, oh, let them in, because that's newer. Like, when we were growing up, yeah. like, if you didn't get your shots, you couldn't go to school, you couldn't play sports, you couldn't do none of that you stuff. You couldn't do so, anything. You could be yeah. homeschooled, and who got time for that? My parents didn't got time for that. You better oh, get in that, that chair and get them shots, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we're, like, reluctant anti-vaxxers. Like, it's only when it fits our agenda where anti-vaxxers are black people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I thought the trailer was good. I thought it was um I'm I know they gotta keep showing that's why part of the reason I wish they would have recast. So you could have done something tasteful for Chadwick, but also just kept a story going. Um yeah. they did more like kind of tributish type stuff, but it wasn't it was more tributish to Black Panther, less to Chadwick in this one. It was cool, man. They showed some more clips of um of Namor, and that was pretty dope. Uh, like I said, I, I thought it was good, and I, I don't think it gave away anything of what the thread of the movie is going to be. So I'm fine with that. So because I'm still watching it, don't I mean you can we can kind of all know what the storyline is going to be, but watching the trailer doesn't really give away the storyline. So I, I'm here the for next it. one. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it will be a, a final trailer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, and that well, one's gonna gonna spoil everything. But either way. <laughs> I'm still going to show up in my caftan and my nice African wear with me and my kid wearing all white because that's what everybody else is doing. That's what the internet said they're going to do. I'm sure we're going to be only two people dressed up. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm a man. My right-hand Ryan said uh, all they had to do was just boast to bring back Warmonger or Killmonger. They proved Egyptian African gods could bring people back from the dead in Moon Knight. You are correct. I was hoping that Killmonger would have been in New Black Panther, but you know Michael. that tr trying to make that arc change from him being that dedicated to basically exterminating white people to being okay with white people would have been a hard quick turn in a movie like also uh disney only has redemption arc for people who are fascists and mass murderers uh they don't really Facts. do redemption arcs for people who <laughs> are misunderstood but you know fundamentally have a good idea <laughs> or <laughs> Uh, I think you're treading a little hard on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Killmonger, bad guy, hundred percent bad guy. Okay, he All was right. wrong. He that. was wrong. All he right. was wrong. But his thought process in his wrongness was right. I mean, I think the only thing he was right about was maybe this rich African 
country should give country resources should to help. other black people. Yes, to help. that's yeah, what yeah, he was yes. right about. Yeah, but you know they would have just done uh, Wakanda like they did in real life with uh, was it Gaddafi, where he was like trying to give black people money and they, yeah, and they the just United States was like, mm. <laughs> and, and, and you're conspiring with terrorists. Like what <laughs> me? <laughs> Yeah, but only, yeah, yeah, only yeah. mass murderers who uh, are beautiful in the uh, European eye get redemption arcs. Uh, I'm looking at you, Loki. <laughs> Straight he back. did okay. lead a genocidal army against New York, and everybody's like, I love this guy. My kid dressed up as him for Halloween last year. All right? <laughs> True. True. I mean, but they're used to colonization by white folks, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Deadpool trailers, I guess the teasers, the announcements. Announcement. What do you think? Yes. Announcement. The... I, I know you said you I felt would... whelmed. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Jason. I, I, I look, I'm sure Ryan Reynolds is going to do a good job. I'm just tired of his stick at this point. I want him to go back to more dramatic stuff, right? I'm tired of him being right. And I get it, it's what makes some money. Go ahead, Ryan Reynolds. Make your money. I get you. It's just not what I want to see anymore. I want right. you to go and do some cool, uh, some other stuff. Because like his last four movies, he doesn't really pretend to be anything but himself in them. So, I mean, um, I, it works with Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington, but they also do dramatic stuff. And like, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm tired of this. Dude. I'm, I'm glad to bring you over to the dark side. <laughs> see, it wouldn't matter as much if Ryan Reynolds' other movies, he wasn't like a different version of Deadpool. Exactly. It was just like he was Deadpool and Deadpool, and then everything else he did other stuff. I, you know, you know, I've been out on Ryan Reynolds for like the last three <laughs> movies. I've been like up this dude. The only hope I have is that I really, really enjoy Hugh Jackman, and I really, really enjoy anything Hugh Jackman's in, just because I think he just has a lot of charisma. The only issue is, is that will this become a Two Face and Riddler situation from Batman Forever, where Jim Carrey's antics rubs off on? Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face because they should have Batman Forever should have been Tommy Lee Jones should have played the straight man and the Riddler yeah. should have been the goof. Instead, they both became goofs. That's my only fear is that they're gonna go into this movie and Hugh Jackman gonna get real goof. And mm-hmm. I may I, I won't walk out because I got to review it, but I may walk to the end of the aisle and side eye it for the rest of the movie. So it's gonna be movie for forty three all over again. He's gonna have testicles on his chin or something. <laughs> That he keeps cutting off and regrowing, yeah, because he has yeah. a healing factor. <laughs> I don't. Also, with that, was like I've seen Hugh Jackman break his foot off as Wolverine, right? Like ever right. since Logan, like there's nothing left to explore that character for for me as for Hugh Jackman for me. And I'm like, yeah, it's great for the nostalgia bait because that's what we do is like everything old has to be new again. But like, get somebody else. Get Tom Hardy. Get. I don't know. Idris Elba to play Wolverine for all I care. I don't care. Just uh, we've seen him play Wolverine for twenty years. I don't really need to see him for a warmer movie, even if it is a Deadpool movie. Deadpool movie. So well, Ryan says I don't think that he'll get goof. Yeah, I think they're going to do the buddy cop thing, straight man. I think they're going to get an even more hyper violent Wolverine. More so, it's still I would be here for that. This is I still would be Disney. here for that. Well, no, they did say they. They have come out and stated that they did give him the green light to go hard R on this one. Mm-hmm. So I'll see it when I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see the final product. <laughs> I, I would love to see a Wolverine Berserker Rage. I mean, we got some of it in X2, but without the blood. But I would love to see a bloody Berserker Rage Wolverine in a moment. I think that would Look, be the pinnacle. We didn't even get to see uh, what's her face's tit in, 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 in Deadpool 1. 
Come on, they ain't gonna give us nothing. Who's what's their faces? What uh, 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 car? What's the, the the MMA fighter played? Uh... Oh, um, Kara. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the there was a chick. Yeah, and there was a scene where everybody in the movie saw her tent, but not for us. And it's rated R. Come on. <laughs> I'm just gonna move right along with that. Uh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Getting his own movie in Armor Wars. You here for it? Not for it? What's up? I'm here for it. Look, anything we get John Tito to get a job, he hungry. <laughs> as, Kevin, as Kevin Hart would say, he old damn. <laughs> right, I'm going to say that. Every time I hit Don Cheeto, I just think of that clip. Like, yeah, I'm 50 years old. I'm sorry. He immediately knew that he messed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, that that forever when I hit Don Cheadle is the only thing I think of now. Like I don't Kevin Hart looking at him sideways for being for being old man. I'm sorry, it's the funniest stuff ever. Um, what do you think? We I mean, what do you think the movie's going to be about? You got any thoughts, ideas? Well, I hope they bring back uh, Justin Hammer. Uh, that would be fun. I think they right, are. Right, right. I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I would hope it's just a buddy cop between. Uh, Rody and 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 Riri Williams just being black people with armored mech suits fighting cops. That's what I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just think it's weird. It's going to be an armor war, and like the guy who just wears the armor, who didn't create or do anything with the armor, is going to be involved in it. But yeah, maybe this is an opportunity to um, maybe give Riri some more shine. Maybe. Yeah. I just wish it was just like I don't know, like. I can't even think of a black buddy cop movie. Uh, Bullet Train. Uh, right right along. Right along. Money Train, except with set of, instead of uh, Woody Harrelson, it's the lady that plays Riri Wilson, <laughs> Riri Williams. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, don't be hating on Money Train. You know how I feel about no, Money Train. Money Train's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, little, I mean, it's not a little known fact, but like, Somebody did like copycat, like you know, the dude that was burning people in the subway. Like, somebody yeah, yeah. did that in real life, and that's, that's uh, Rush I mean, was a buddy cop, but it ain't two brothers, yeah. I mean, I guess I mean, Jackie Chan is a brother from another mother. I think we took him in, in the uh, racial, uh, racial draft. <laughs> <laughs> we did we replace him with Tiger Woods? Like, I yeah, Tiger, Tiger back, yeah, okay, like, Jackie. <laughs> 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 Here we go. <laughs> Put things aside so that, you know, when we're not here, people are taken care of, and hopefully it lasts more than just one generation. Um, but at the same time, like I said, in me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. That's jacked like, up. As soon as he says hey, it, look. he knows, like, oh, shit, I'm wrong. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, oh, somebody for that, man. You can't do that, man, like that. <laughs> All right. Well, we got your feelings about Armors Wars. Uh, Don Cheadle's 56. He needs the job. He needs the money. So yeah. I'm all here for it. We got um, grown kids. <laughs> he Oh, he damn sure got grown kids at 56. Shit. I mean, at 56, your kid going to be trying to bring home you a, a little a little grandbaby by then. 
Uh, hopefully, uh, way before that. I'm trying to be like a 45 year old granddad. By the way, oh, don't do that. Don't wish that evil on your son. I'm gonna. Hey, <laughs> go out there. Don't welcome, even worry about it. <laughs> welcome everybody to Headcast Circus. This is episode 68. Yeah, 68. Thank you for joining us today or listening to us today. We got a full show for you. We're both a little tired, so we're gonna make this exciting, fun, and I don't eh, a little bit quick. On the on the <laughs> docket today, we have reviews for Don't Worry, Darling. We have reviews for Smile. And we are going to put together our X-Men Blue Team this week, uh, fan cast for our X-Men Blue Team. So we're going to help the MCU out here. We're going to give them the, you know, <laughs> give them the blueprint. Kevin Feige will come to us, and he will give us yes. money for these cats. And he'll be like, good job, guys. You did it. You won the internet. Oh, it's, it's Disney. <laughs> they ain't going to give us money. Or if they give us money, they're going to make us look bad like John Bluega and get rid of us. So... Uh, we definitely gonna end up in a in a in a ditch somewhere in a Disney Park back lot. <laughs> Thank you for the suggestions, but no one will ever know it was you. We're still alive down here, man. <laughs> like the same, like the scene from Step Brothers as they just piles the dirt on us. <laughs> I'm burying alive. I'm still alive. Shh. Just be quiet. All right. Well, again, if you just joined us for the first time, we do have a Hit Cannon Circus book club. The book we are reading this time around is Dungeons and Durags by Ron Dawson. So you guys go out and get your copy. Uh, I guess we should go ahead and settle on a date where we're going to review this. So I can let Mr. Dawson know because he is so generous enough to, to say he will join us on the show. What do you feel about... Or what day is Halloween? Because you know, I never know any of these things anymore. <laughs> Halloween is on a Monday this year. So the 31st, okay. Monday. Uh, that weekend, hopefully, I will be in Florida, uh, barking at people in orange and in and blue, going "Go dogs!" Oh, gotcha, Georgia, gotcha, Florida, gotcha. Georgia, Florida game is that weekend. Uh, try to go down there. And I thought it was going to be a mental health thing for you. It's like <laughs> yeah. that's how you get, you get that crazy out of you to come back sane. I didn't know. No, it was like a no, purge no. situation there. Uh, so <laughs> then let's do then the. Uh, no, I know I got something on twenty second. You want to do the twenty third, October twenty third? Sure, why not? That's a, that's a Sunday. Okay, <laughs> I don't <laughs> on the calendar. <laughs> I mean, if we do, we're just going to make it up from there. All right, well, October twenty third, we will let Mister Dawson know, and if he's cool with that date, we'll get him on, and we will review his book, Dungeons and Do Rags, about a black man's journey from being a geek and a nerd to being a successful book writer. I don't know. I really that's not what the book's about, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you read it for yourself and you'll know exactly what it's about. Um, but yeah, we'll put that up in there. So other than I'm that, sure the, um, the book has a dust jacket and you can read the back of it and it'll probably tell you an accurate information about what's mm-hmm. in the book. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never read a book before, so I don't know how they actually work. So, <laughs> well, Jason Maybe. doesn't read books because he tries to write books. He doesn't want to be in, inundated with other people's ideas. Yeah, you know that's that's exactly yeah. Go with that one. <laughs> it's, it's not the black thing. It's not the black thing. Why you don't read? It's the yeah. It's the author creative thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not because I can't read good. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, if you don't know the sound of that voice, that is Jason, the Lord Duke of all nerds, the Lord of a piece of land in Scotland, uh, the Lord of all that we see from his eye and beyond, and uh, uh, he's already let us know that. <laughs> Yes, he's already let us know that he will be a cruel and malicious leader and lord. Oh, yeah. So, welcome to the show, Jason. It's good to have you in here today. Long time no see or talk to. 
Yeah, don't give me any sort of power because I will instantly become a tyrant. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> oh, man. Who, who's going to be worse, you or uh, the Boltons from Game of Thrones? Oh, me, by far. Me. I'll be like, I'll be just what? taking notes of them, like, oh, I could do this way better. Where am I being on? Uh, shout out, shout out to Creek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you ain't right for that. You ain't right for that. All right. <laughs> Look, ain't nobody rebelling against me when I when I get done with the North. They'd be like, oh yeah, it's been bolts this entire time. I don't even know. <laughs> we even forgot what the Starks. The North definitely forgot about the Starks after I get done with them. They ain't gonna remember oh, shit. Man. Are, are the Starks the worst? Like crapped on family and like fantasy history for for the show i mean i mean yeah Starks take, a, mean, like, Starks take a lot of l's they take a lot of l's like literally everyone that's got a penis dies <laughs> or or breaks or is attempted to be murdered at least and then uh 50 <laughs> of their daughters are psychopaths so <laughs> look aria <laughs> is crazy okay look and so is so sansa sansa's crazy as hell too not as crazy as aria is a legit murderer <laughs> like and legit... Sansa has not sent people to their deaths and sent other people to kill other people. Not in the books. Oh, I'm talking in the series. I'm the series. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She she had Arya murder Littlefinger for crying out loud. But in the books, Arya is a legit murderer. Like murders yeah. people for fun. <laughs> in uh, Sansa's defense, she did have a traumatic experience. I mean, she did get pretty much. I guess they call it marriage raped. Is that? Oh, sorry. I guess we can't use that word for you two. Yeah. Marriage uh, raped. Great. Yeah. Uh, so. Which was a totally stupid storyline that they made in the show. So dumb. Doesn't happen in the books. Totally undermines everything that she'd been through up until then. Like, uh, that's when you know that. That's uh, when you realize they were just like, oh, we're just making this shit up because uh, we're tired of the show and we want to do other things. And guess what they're doing now? Nothing. Well, the next time you say that it wasn't in a book, put, put on your glasses, push them up to your nose, and get real yeah. nasally. In the book, <laughs> it's much better. You just got to read the books, guys. It's they're much better. It's like well, TV for your head. It's TV. You know, that's a good comparison. Maybe I'll tell my daughter that so she can read more. But I don't read good anyway, so I don't even know. That's true. In the, in the 1950s, Alice and Jack live in an idealized community of victory, an experimental company town that houses the men who work on top-secret project. While the husbands toll away, the wives get to enjoy the beauty, luxury, and debauchery of this seemingly perfect paradise. However, when cracks in their idyllic life begin to appear, exposing flashes of something sinister lurking below the surface, Alice can't help but question exactly what she's doing in victory. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary of Don't Worry, Darling. If it's your first time joining us, me and Jason do a thing called a one-sentence review. Is where we review this movie in one sentence. Jason, what is your one-sentence review of Don't Worry, Darling? Bitch, worry. <laughs> I like that. My one-sentence review of Don't Worry, Darling is even when a woman has a perfect life, she still got to find shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit sexist, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a lot of beefs beside with this movie, man, and I'm just gonna keep it real. The first major beef I got with this 
is the plot. And oh my god, I'm a guy that tries to. I'm gonna take what you give me and keep going with it as long as it's justified, entertaining, and has an end point and a means. I was in. I was when I was into the movie. I was fully in. And just like Alice, I just started seeing the cracks in the movie. <laughs> and I was just sitting around and I'm like, hold on, that don't make sense. Well, well why yeah. would you do that with that? <laughs> and then when you get to the twist, which you are not going to spoil, I mean, we'll probably no. wait later on to the video and maybe spoil some of the twists. But once you get to the twist, I'm like, I have way more questions now <laughs> that will never be answered because I hope this never gets a sequel. And Ryan said it was great. My biggest beef with the movie is the drama surrounding the production is more entertaining than the movie itself. He is a, a million percent right. A 100%. million percent right. The, the, this story, it, that's the sad part about it is it's one of those movies that if you, it had potential. It has a lot of nuggets that work so well, that fit so well. But then it seems like they ran out of ideas and we're like, we don't know how to tie these all things together to make it make sense. So we'll just go to the end. And there we go. And here we are. We're at the end now. And and you got to accept this because we just went to the credits. So damn, damn be the implications of what's actually going on and how the horror of what's, you know, literally like, who cares to resolve the rest of these stories? Like, nope, let's just end. (laughs) And like, also after the twist, like, oh, yeah, after this, none of this makes any sense. Like now, like, that's not how things work, (laughs) you know, because if you just think about it for two seconds she probably shouldn't have the outcome that she had. And it also, like, it completely falls apart. Like, like mm. once she figures out what's going on, then everybody starts to figure out what's going on. And it just, right. it it doesn't make, like, for me, like, I enjoyed, like, Chris Pine. I enjoyed him. He was, he was fun. Great. I think he should play more villains in movies. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the right amount of charming, but the right amount of smarm. Florence Clue, she's always good. And in and, and whatever she does, you know the the performances aren't bad. Like uh, you know, even Nick Kroll's in this for some reason. I don't know why, but like mm. <laughs> Harry Styles. I mean, like the performances aren't bad, but it's like when you start like, firstly, the whole first half of the movie is kind of boring. Like nothing really is going on besides you know this young lady just going this doesn't seem right. And you're like, yeah, of course it doesn't seem right because, you know, and they, they killed the only black person the whole entire thing. Well, that was the first, that was the first moment I was like, this don't seem right. It's the 1950s. Y'all just hanging out with these ninjas? Like, y'all cool yeah. with this ninja being at y'all party? Like, this definitely seems like a whites only location. Um, <laughs> but, but, but so, it, 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 it's almost like the, the, the story was second to the thought process of all the... I, I guess this is the best way to say it. Olivia Wilde is a very proficient person at making a movie. Like, that, the movie looks good. It feels good. The the moments and the, the symbolism works. It just feels like the script was never strong enough to hold everything else that was going on with it. And it almost felt like they were like, yeah, the script's not good, but your performances are really good, so... Just lean Hopefully into the performances. We can, we can just ignore right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It, it just, it felt like just something like an extra 20 minutes in this movie was missing that might have tied some things up a little better. Now, I'm not saying I wanted to watch 20 more minutes of this movie, but it just felt like it was missing 20 <laughs> no, more minutes. No, there's definitely, make it I was confident. definitely ready for this movie to be over when it was over. Also, I think also there's one thing that 
is probably on the director's side that is lacking is that none of the scenes or anything really informs to what the twist is going to be. Like, there's nothing there in the beginning of the movie that says, and I, I understand, like, you know, you don't want to give it away in the beginning of the movie that that there is going to be a twist or whatever, but you should leave some sort of hints and clues that cleverly hidden that you would like. There was this one point in the movie where I thought they might have done that, the the scene where uh, Jack gets a promotion and he's mm-hmm. dancing, and I thought maybe that Chris Pine had said his name wrong a couple of times and I was like oh maybe right. that's it but then I looked it up and it's like nope he said it right so like there was nothing like especially how what the twist is I think there should have been something that should have at least one scene or something that should have like you know not signposted but like if you go back and look at it again you're like oh now I see that this is why this is ending up the way it is and I don't feel like that's anything like anything that happens to uh, Alice doesn't really um doesn't really like it's all really mm-hmm. just her just being like everything's wrong and everybody's like no it's fine like what are you talking about and she's like and there's nothing really like there to 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 give her the the impetus to be like oh this is what the twist is going to be i don't know it's just right i feel like it's two different movies once the twist happens and and you know it nothing leads up to to the twist for me uh <laughs> And I, I guess, and you may feel the same way. For me, the more interesting movie is once she's like the movie ends. I'm wondering how, like, she's gonna get out of that situation. Yeah, she's, she's dead. That, then, <laughs> she's still dead. <laughs> <laughs> then the other one, it's like, what is that movie? It was I, I saw it on Netflix. Is where the husband and wife were having some friction, and they went to this exotic oh, uh, place. Gerald's game. Yes, yes, yes. I felt like I'm like I'm more interested in watching that. Like they did do a movie about that. It's called <laughs> yes. Jail's Game, and it's way more entertaining. <laughs> way more entertaining. Yeah, and, and like you said before, I mean, just going to the performances. I mean, the performances are top notch. I think everybody does their best to pull the weight of the situation uh, pretty well. I can't really. I mean, the only thing that I thought was off putting was uh, Chris Pine's wife near the yeah, end, Jimmy, like that scene. Jimmy. Jimmer Chan. Yeah, yeah, like I, I didn't know why that was there because they never showed anything to lead there. It just happened. Yeah. It just, all the stuff at the end just happens. And it doesn't seem like there's any sort of like you know moment where it should be like, oh, they figured it all out. Let's all no, it's just like, nope. She's now aware. <laughs> right. And I think most people are going to think about it because you're going to look at the preview of this and you go, oh, well, it seems very thriller-esque or suspenseful. I don't remember any moment in there where I felt any kind of, like, I guess, thrill or suspense nope. that I, I that I felt was worth, worthy of the movie being, like, shown that way. It just, I was just there for the ride and then was hoping it was going to get better and it just did not. And I, I just... It's one of those reviews where, you know, I, I never tell anybody not to go see a movie. So I think that's one of the be- – I think going to see a movie is all part of the ambiance of it, just not just seeing the movie itself. But, yeah, this is a tough one, man. It, it, this nope. is a tough one because it, it has so much potential. The one time that I actually felt some actual tension in this movie was the dinner scene where she invites yes. everybody. After she does everything and Chris Pratt's like, do you know? Do you yeah. know? This would be awesome if you know. Oh shit, you don't know. 
I'm out. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, or just the fact that like they she posed these questions to people and were doing it and now we know why a certain group was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" But like the other the women should have been like, "That is interesting. Like that is pretty weird yeah. that we like they were just like, "Oh, you crazy lady." Like, "What? She you're crazy for pointing out how you all met and how it just feels all familiar and you guys never thought about that all of you guys have almost the same stories, but it's just in a different city. And like it should have been more skepticism. It almost made it feel like, how did this thing last this long? Did you just get a yeah. bunch of dumbass women? And like uh, they just were uh, like, ooh, well, I guess I'm just no, fine. because Alice is a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Also. What kind of doctor it is that they live in the way they live in? Because yeah, well, who live in hand to mouth? You are a surgeon. You are a, <laughs> like how you like. Oh, my boyfriend lost his job. I don't know what we're gonna do. Like I gotta, I gotta pick up extra shifts. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> what are you like doing this pro bono? Are you doing this for free? Like, <laughs> yeah, like they pay you two hundred thousand dollars a year just to show up, like and do nothing. Like, come on. Look, man, I watched uh, too many episodes of Scrubs to be thinking they live in that broke. Like, <laughs> I the, one of the the biggest down things uh, about this movie is that it does pre- present some interesting stuff into it, and you know, and that's where you're like, oh, that story would be interesting. Like, you know, they could have done more with Olivia Wilde's character Bunny, and like mm-hmm. how she was dealing with thing or dealing with this ordeal, and that would have been an interesting story. What happens after? This thing ends. Yeah. is an interesting story. The story they present um, to us. Well, technically, we know what happens after this. Um, she goes and finds a book that has dark arts in it. Uh, <laughs> she decides to travel through multiverses to find <laughs> yeah. those kids. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know how we know how her story is. Sorry. Yeah, she finds those kids <laughs> in different different universes, and then she becomes a villain for some reason. But yeah, yeah it's just like the story they presented to us wasn't that good of a story, and that's no the most damning part about this movie. Even though everybody does a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and jump to the rating system. So if you guys are joining us again, we usually try to rate them. We will rate the movie for three categories and then give our overall rating at the end. Uh, if we like it a lot, we give it some head. If we think <laughs> it's some mid, we'll give it a cannon. And if we think it's just straight clown shoes, we give it a circus. Jason, we gotta explain to plot? our we gotta explain to our boomer listeners what mid means. <laughs> uh, it's just okay. It may be a low blow average, but just okay. Uh, actually, Jason, I think nowadays <laughs> mid is actually bad. Uh, it, it pretty much is at this point. Yeah, but all right. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. to keep interrupting. I like using you. Go the ahead. Word. No, it's fine. It's uh, it's it's your show too. Please take the floor. Your plot, the plot. What would you give the plot? Oh, dude, uh, circus. It's down. Ooh. It, it just falls to pieces after the twist, and it's just like none of this works like this. Y'all should have y'all should be better than this. Circus, out. The um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go canon on the plot because it is some like I said, it is a lot of pieces that work early on. It works. It just once it starts tumbling downhill, it it goes really quickly. So I'm gonna give it a <laughs> half and half. So I'm gonna give it a canon on there. Uh, performances, acting, Jason. What would you give it? I'm sorry, Mama, but Florence Pugh could definitely give head. <laughs> so you're so giving sorry. it a head. Okay. Yeah, I'm All right. 
<laughs> uh, I'm right there with you. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it some head too for the performances. And then the last one is suspense and thrill. What would you give? Don't worry, it's a, cir- it's a circus. There's no suspense here. There's no thrill. There's no. It's it's literally, you know, women shopping for like an hour and a half, and then oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna give this uh some clown, some clown shoes here. This circus, this is a definitely circus when it comes to that. So you gave it circus and circus. HC baby. I gave it a cannon head, and then I gave it a circus on that one. So one through five, five being great, one being just just terrible garbage. What would you give? Don't worry, darling. I'd give it a two. It's not bad. That's probably good. the lowest we've given a thing in a very long time. We've usually been knocking out the park lately. A lot um, of stuff has been good lately, though. And this yeah. weekend where everything for me sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to the next one. Um, oh I'm God. gonna I, give it, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a 2.5. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a 2.5 there, but I mean not not great as well. I do think it's some parts in here that work, and I do think it is worth a uh, uh, I'm a, yeah, it's worth a checkout if you can get it. On streaming, when it eventually hits yeah, streaming. Yeah, you get it free, why not watch it, but don't go pay $5 <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This, this definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't ask for my money back, but I realized <laughs> I wasted it. <laughs> also, I think uh, at the movie tavern, they uh, we pretty much uh, owe them at this point. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They got us on. They got a tab. Like you, you got to pay your your, your bond tab first. <laughs> then we'll give you a movie. We'll just we'll just deduct it from from how much money you already owe us. <laughs> right, right. All right. After witnessing a bar a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Doctor Rose Carter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As the overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary for the latest horror movie that just came out called Smile. If you're joining us for the first time, as always, we do what we call a one-sentence review, where me and Jason will summarize the movie in one sentence. Jason, what is your one-sentence review of Smile? This is to Cal Penn. I'm looking right to you, Cal. You worked for Obama. You're better than this. And A-Trade didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> um, the Puritans must have been right because obviously mental illness is devil and demon possession. It's about what's in this review of Smile. All right. We're going to have fun with this one because we know from what Jason know how text you, me. I don't know how you enjoyed this, this movie. I don't know how you enjoyed this movie. I don't. This movie I, was awesome. This movie was the dumb, not the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I've seen Halloween Kills. All right, <laughs> right. That's the dumbest thing. I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But right. I, I mm, Rose is the most frustrating antagonist I've ever witnessed on TV screen. That isn't in those previous two movies. <laughs> I okay, let's continue. Continue. Well, let's start she with the, the story p- first, and then we can start with the person. Um, I thought like story-wise, this is right on the money. This is where it needed to be. I hate the I hate the trailers for this movie. This movie presents itself as this jump scary, 
ring kind of grudge type of movie where it's like you got so many days and this is going to come and get you blah blah, blah. but this is more in the, the ilk of it follows this is more in the ilk of hereditary where it is it's Much a better slow movie. burn it's a slow but i'm not saying it's on the same level it's in the same yeah. ilk though it's a slow burn but the the thing with this i think is beautiful it's like it's an analogy for mental illness and trauma and yeah. how we perceive mental illness and trauma in the places that we do like quote unquote live and the fact that how the mechanism for the mental illness is a lot of covering. And I know you're going to get on roles in a minute, but I think the story does that very well. And I think to your argument of her being frustrating, it's a, she's supposed to be frustrating. Most people I that have mental illnesses are frustrating. It is an easy you. life being around with them. I will acknowledge the fact that this is supposed to be about mental illness and 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 people with uh mental th- disorders but it is so heavy-handed that it becomes a farce at the, in this movie it is it practically hits you over the head of the message but then at the end it doesn't really resolve the message it just says oh we're also horror movies so here we go and we have to end like horror movies end which is with not any hope with only just uh more sequel baiting or you know, more trauma, as it were. So it's just... Go, keep going. Is, isn't go, keep that going, literally Jason. the reality Is that not the reality of I want you. I want to experience your joy. Please keep going. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, but, but you just said, isn't that the, the reality of mental illness in America? That only thing when you have mental illnesses is usually passes trauma off to the people who are around you? And usually from a death, it passes trauma off to the people who are like... Yeah, it literally is great. A, You're right, but like... You don't come to a movie just to be told what is happening, right? You for for a lot of us, maybe not you, maybe it's just for me. But I want to see it when I see a movie. I want to use that as a front to have like some sort of other conversation other than like, oh yeah, it's you're going to die from this or whatever. It's that that is so like pedestrian to me. Like there's no other layers to it other than, oh yeah, mental illness sucks. Great, like how we're going to deal with it? Well, we're not. Okay. In fact, Wait, but, it's a, but, but I mean, I think I think that's the point of it. That's what you're like. You're, you're mad because the point of the movie is not what you like. Like literally, she is hey, okay. American. No, that's fine. She's American, <laughs> but and again, I'm just saying, but Jack, like the the story wasn't told properly. She's in the American health facility where we barely help anybody with trauma or mental illness. We never solve it. And usually what you just said is how we handle people with mental illness and trauma in America. But we go, oh, they got that. Oh, well. Herself. So she that's what I'm been saying because, <laughs> but no, the point is, is that mental health facilities in America are terrible. They they don't really fix people. Think about the last time you've seen anybody in a mental health facility in America that actually got the help they received and it actually worked. Even with her <laughs> being a therapist, <laughs> even with her being a therapist, she still felt the need to do all the symptoms of her patients, covering, pretending to be okay, erratic behavior. Like it, it literally is a it was a a, a slow burn to slow how. Mental illness can just literally wear you down and affect you, and it affects everybody around you. Because the person she actually explains this stuff rationally actually gives her Mm -hmm. help. But everybody else, she just goes off the deep end on. And if if this was supposed to be Mm -hmm. an examination of the mental health system, then there should never have been Joel. She should have just floundered down, down the hole. Right, but Did she, she, gives, the hole? she she should have just found another hole completely. But she gives 
Joel, like she never she goes to her, her fiance and it's just rambling and expects her him to just be like, okay, you know, whatever you say. But when she goes to Joel, her ex-fiance or ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. she starts off with, Hey, have can you look up this guy? Hey, can you just help me out here? Just help me out here. She doesn't just jump right into the oh, I'm being chased by demons. And then eventually she explains to him, Oh, yeah. You know, after you've seen the evidence of this thing being real, now here's my experience. And then Joel can either believe or not believe her, but he's already seen that there's at least something there, right? Whereas the rest of the time when she's talking to any other character, she is not rationally. And well, I don't, it's one it's just, Joel doesn't. She doesn't know that. It's that Joel goes further research after she leaves. She never tells Joel anything. He continues on. He through does the tell Joel. She, he sees the. No, remember? Right hold on. Remember? Because she there. calls him and she goes, "No." Because remember, she calls. He goes, "Why didn't you tell me that all these people are connected to your patient and that they keep having a list going all the way up twenty nine? Like he hey, just experienced a trauma at her sister's house. She was not in her rational state of mind. She was confiding to the person she was spending the rest of her life with, being eccentric because she just got out of the hospital from just being a traumatic experience. So yes, you're asking her to be like, oh. And then she have she even tried that. That was part of the beauty of her acting was that every time she was going, she go, oh sorry, sorry. I'm like, I'm just, I just need you to hear me. I just need you to understand. Like, this is what she kept trying to compose herself because she was still riled up. She was still emotional. She just got taken from the hospital for this. What are and we talking about, able Jason? To do that, and yet she's able to do that with Joel and be like rational with him. But Joel when she wasn't going to. She wasn't. That was one a different day. Two. That's the she next did day. not go. Yes, a different day. That's okay, a different the, day, when right? She gets the hold on, hold on. And then when and she on, gets she the does evidence, that, she does that with Joel. She goes the next day, so she had time to want to come down. And then she doesn't tell Joel her experience. She says, "It's like, can you look up this stuff?" She wasn't confiding in the Joel. She was trying to confide. She in was the confiding in, in the Joel. No, was she didn't tell stuff. Joel about him. He was talking about but the when suicides. She, does she wasn't telling about evidence. any demonic presidents. She wasn't when she about does have stuff. the evidence, she goes back to to to, Tre- to Trevor, which is not a name for a black person. <laughs> right, right. She goes back to him. He has done the rational thing and called her 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 therapist, and now she is upset with him for doing that, even though she knows what she told him sounds crazy. Because she and then she doesn't even bother view. to even try to explain to them after she has just gotten the evidence. From freaking so, Joel. hold on. You're telling me that those people would have said, "Okay, we believe you. A demon's chasing you because these suicides keep coming and connecting in front of everybody." Okay, you're not crazy. Let's go find out how to no, solve this. Come on, would, Jason. They probably would not have said that, but she they would have thought she was even more insane. They could at least, the least explain to them. Look, there is a pattern here. Maybe I'm not. Maybe what I'm experiencing. But she also has evidence from the girl who just. She's like, I'm experiencing the same thing that I have it on tape, what she just said to me. Yes, we and they just said that they called the trauma early. They, they set up the reason why people didn't believe her, that people replicate the trauma that they see. That was early on when she first met with the psychiatrist, and she thought she was experimenting. She tried to get medicine. The psychiatrist said, oh, no, you're probably experiencing mobile. Like, they related that the things that she was doing and saying had traumatic mental illness terms, that, and her being who she is probably felt that they would not believe her, even if she showed them the, the proof. Also, it would show a system of spiraling and manic behavior because she literally had photos of dead people with suicide in a folder being like, hey, no, I'm not crazy, yeah. guys. Look at all of this. You don't think yeah, that would have Yeah, because she pulls her- out the folder of the freaking pictures of her of the, of the suicides first. Like, she doesn't say, hey, look, sit down. 
let's take a deep breath and let's examine this. So we got to realize too that this thing is deteriorating her because it's trying to get inside of her. So when she starts getting more and more manic, it's because it is taking her down more and more and more and weakening her more and more and more. So that's why she's getting more manic. So that's why when she only person she talks to is Joel is in a rational sense because she wasn't sharing them with them and it was early on. By the time she gets back to the intervention, let's not forget that what, what he did was an intervention. It wasn't like he was sitting at home like, hey, baby, yeah, of course what, what you doing? I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. But how many times have we seen people who get blindsided with an intervention? You think they're going to start reacting rationally, Jason? Most of them don't. If Most they are rational. rational. <laughs> Most the people that have an issue. He's not crazy, that have, yet he continues to act crazy. That's the problem. The point I'm but trying I'm to having. say is that most people that get blindsided, but most people that act crazy don't know they're crazy either. They think they're rational. And yeah, when she got blindsided with an intervention, she is rational. She, she does not suffering from any mental disabilities or any mental. But nobody will believe her. But nobody will believe her because of the way she's crazy. acting. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the yeah. Way she's acting like that way because she's trying to be possessed. But she's still not crazy. She's acting that way because she's acting crazy. She's so, not... so seeing people smiling is not crazy. That's not an irrational behavior. If it's for an yourself? actual demon, no. No, I mean, if you don't see people smiling ever, and also you see people smiling, that's not an irrational behavior. We saw the whole scene where she thought the dude was trying to attack her. That was early on. The dude yes. that was going to attack her, and he was not trying to attack her, and she got him hemmed up for nothing. So now she was questioning her own sanity to a bit too because. She saw that and it didn't happen that way. But so these are all step stones that she was doing. She should have known the signs that maybe she is manic and she should have sought help because of the fact that she did seek help before. <laughs> help what to, to tell someone about a demon that, that's trying to infest her body. <laughs> Look, she is a psychiatrist. She has seen a psychiatrist. She has sought help before. Yet when she's actually trying to seek help this time. She is not trying, she's presenting in a way that she should not have presented as because she is not, in fact, under any sort of mental, physical, as in physical mental illness. She does have an external illness that is harming her, of course, but she has so no. Could the external interest not be making her mental and physical deteriorate? Are you saying that cannot be a subject of it because we saw two other people with it whose? Ability were deteriorated from this situation. Yeah, the but they don't have the training as she does. Like everything's in a movie explains it. Like I said, I think this is, it's, and I think this is where we get to the diagram is that you you it explains it, but it's not what you wanted as well. Exactly. So you disagree I didn't say with it. Was it. Something like no, I no. And, and I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I feel like your criticisms are based off what you think should have happened rather than what the movie gave you. And the movie That's gave my you a very of good. Every single movie. <laughs> it's what I think should have happened. That's a, what some criticism is. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you could criticize something by looking at what it's given and say, like we did, but don't worry, darling. We literally criticize that the movie doesn't give you the things that it's like setting that up to we, give you. That we want. That, no, that the movie us. sets up. No, no, that the it's movie sets up to give we us. Give, it's going to give us, but we are not satisfied with what it gave us. That's what we're... And I'm not satisfied with what this movie gave us. Well, the previews made it seem like this is going to be this, again, ring, grudge, jump scary, everything, moment, blah, blah, blah. It definitely was more, way more of a slow burn than I thought it was going to be. I thought that the camera work on it was phenomenal. Her descent into more madness was very, very decorated by having the up-downside scenes. 
as it was going through the camera as well. The even just the music, not the music, excuse me, the, the sound, sound of it was amazing because it definitely made it feel like she was on edge, she was jumpy because the sound would just be random ass noises that seem out of place. But for someone who's slowly deteriorating, it feels like this is part of her deterioration. This is why these things sound the way they sound. They don't sound so human. They don't sound so typical as what you would have perceived that would be sounded around you. I thought that was all part of her showing her descent into madness. I, I thought it was just really well done. Now, yes, is it it follows in hereditary? No. Is this, if I have some critiques on it, I would definitely critique the fact that I do think the movie is a little slower than it should be. Because I am always right. Always. Never am I wrong. Uh, I mean, depending on how you want to phrase wrong. I think this is opinion yeah, Even when I'm so wrong, I'm right. Wrong. Uh, okay. Well, that lets us know that you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> also, shout out to, I didn't know Kevin Bacon and had a daughter that was grown by oh, now, yeah. So Yeah, that's uh, that's the, the, the lead. That's Rose, is Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric's daughter. Sosie Bacon. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. <clears throat> this is your first time watching this. We do a, a rating system. Um, head, getting some head means we enjoyed it. It was great. If it's a cannon, we that means it's average. It's just okay. If it is a circus, that means it is clown. It is terrible. It is not worth the, your, your time. So, Jason, what do you think of the storyline? Circus. It's a clown. It's, it's a bad story. <laughs> Okay, uh, I wish I could give this a cannon and a half, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cannon because it is some. I never even got into my flaws of the story because I'm just <laughs> arguing with you about the story being good. I'm gonna go cannon because it is some flaws of the story that I, I can't overlook. Um, especially the ending gets real hoity toity goofy. Um, uh, the ending the, is <laughs> one of those things that telegraphs that it's going to be. The kind of ending that you expect it to be, and I'm like, it's a oh. horror movie, Jason. Yeah, every horror movie's the same. Like, Jesus you, Christ! It's no, it's no original horror movie anymore. I, there I are plenty of good to, ideas in that could be. I digress for you to give me any horror movie that you couldn't figure out the ending by the last thirty minutes of the movie. You're like, oh, that's the ending. Midsummer. You didn't figure that out. No, they gave you all the stuff on the murals on the wall and everything. <laughs> they told you it was doing. They let you know exactly what was going on. Uh, <laughs> like, that was the most telegraph movie probably of all time. <laughs> the Babysitter 2. <laughs> the trailer gave away what the ending was. <laughs> Friday the 13th, The Next Generation. Okay, you got me there. All right. Uh, <laughs> acting. <laughs> acting, was it some head? Uh, uh, canon or circus? I'm going to say canon. Uh, they're actually, you know, pretty pretty good in the in the acting department i mean obviously you know you know sophie bacon is a comes down from royalty and then you got a train and you got cal pin back in another movie and i was i was just happy to see him there i was honestly happy to see him there <laughs> I, i'll give that uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ahead with this one man i thought it was really good i thought even the patients that were had smaller roles in this were really well acted and really uh it gave me a vibe that I'm like, oh, is this person really on a spectrum or got issues? Because they, they really play, played that pretty well. Um, then I guess the last one, the scares. What would you give the scares in this one? All right. So just to be honest, uh, you know, they tele telegraphed all the jump scares. So I watched a lot of it through my fingers like this. 
and then they did it, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't scary at all. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give this, I'm gonna give the clown we did circus. Oh wait, back it up, Canon, because the end with the the demon creature, I thought that was a pretty good visual. So yeah, it bumps it up a little bit. Okay, I, I'm gonna give it a Canon too. I'm with you. I think all the really good scares were given away in the the trailer. Yeah. So. It kind of pissed me off. That, that that was one of my critiques too. That it kind of pissed me off. But again, I kept thinking they kept they sold this movie wrong. They really could have sold this as a high concept, or I guess for you, medium concept or low concept. But they should have never. They sold this as like I mean a jump scare for not like. I, I feel like they could have sold this better. And it, I, actually, I think if they sold it better, it would make less money because a lot of people really don't want to go for high concept horror anymore. They kind of like you know the slashes. Babadook didn't make no money. Babadook yeah, became a cult classic after, but it got referenced in Scream Five. Okay, yeah. So, so did Hereditary, <laughs> so did Midsummer. All these movies didn't make a lot of money. They make and good they, horror movie money, but they didn't make like Get Out, Scream. Like they didn't make that kind of money. They didn't make those kind of like the, those movies are cult classics because after they got out of the theaters, people saw them and was like, "Oh, this movie's actually really good." And then you know, yeah, how it goes. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I keep telling people, they need to go see Barbarian because that is the movie. Horror movie probably of the year. Uh, and I'm saying that now. Like, oh, sorry. Um, scares, really scary. I would give that a canon. <laughs> I don't fuck with <laughs> no demons either, or ghosts, or kidnappings. I only fuck with slashers because I like, oh, yeah, I'll just shoot that guy and I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll shoot oh, Michael Myers in his face and I'll keep putting bullets in his head until he stops moving or he Look, has man, no head anymore. <laughs> evil does not die That's- tonight. <laughs> All right, sorry. Let's go to the file. One through five, uh, five being great, one being straight trash. What do you give? Smile. A two. It's not straight trash. Um, I just didn't like it. <laughs> uh, it's I'm better than this, Halloween Kills. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give this um, a three point five. I really did enjoy my time in the theater with this one. Uh, smile was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that pretty much. All right, well, let's, get, let's go to something that we will also disagree with, and I'll enjoy disagreeing with you with this one because it doesn't matter because it's just our literal opinion about this one. So we decided to fan cast the X-Men, possibly for the MCU, and so we decided to do the blue team and the gold team. Now, Jason made his own blue team, and yeah, gold team, like he said he was going to do. What, what he said he was going to do. I just did the traditional... <laughs> Blue team and gold team, but we're only going to do the blue team today. Next week, we'll do the gold team. So I'm going to let Jason go on and get, get his on out the way, and then I'm going to do mine, and we're going to get the real list, the list that actually <laughs> Kevin Feige is going to take and put this in production. <laughs> no, nah, Kevin Feige likes to, 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 to switch things up, all right? So my blue team is going to be smaller than his blue team because he did the actual blue team. And I only put five people in it because it's gonna—it's a—it's a movie. It's gonna already be overstuffed with characters because they're gonna have to put fucking all the references in there anyway. So number one, the most important member of the blue team, which is the leader, Storm, and she's gonna be played by Lashana Lynch. I feel like after seeing a lot of stuff, especially in James Bond and and especially in 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 uh, the Woman King, Lashana Lynch, her star is rising. She can play action. She can command the screen. She can play a leader. She's just badass. And that's all you want in Storm is uh, just to be the best of everything. And she is. And that's what Lorraine and Lynch bring back. 
Number two, because this is my team, and I don't give a fuck if they're effective or not, <laughs> would be Nightcrawler. All right? Because I love Nightcrawler. And guess what? Who's going to play Nightcrawler? Tyler James Williams. Yep, everybody hates Chris. Look, I've been starting to watch Abbott Elementary. He's fucking hilarious. But also, ever since Walking Dead, we know the kid can act. So why not make him uh, a blue devil monster? Why not? Number three, Bishop. You need somebody with some little guns, some blue, 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 blue. Who's playing Bishop? Everybody's favorite, Diggs, David Diggs. He's got the hair. He's a little light-skinned for Bishop, but who cares? They've been drawing people, black people weird anyway. So Bishop's color has always been all over the place. But David Diggs, beautiful man. I'm sure he can fill out a vest with some guns. He'd be great. Next up, we need some muscle. We need some power. We need somebody who can put some some hurt on people. Of course, we need everybody's favorite mutant, which is Rogue. And guess who's going to be playing Rogue? Jason, say it with me. I'm not going to co-sign that. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer, yeah. (laughs) Kiki Palmer. I think she's perfect. It's been all over the internet. It's an easy, low-hanging fruit there. But still, like, if this does not happen in real life, I'm going to be mad, but you know, Kevin Feige is obviously watching the show. He's the other person besides uh, your butt, your boy here that's watching us. Mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer is rogue, no brainer. And finally, you need somebody with a little bit of a little bit of brains on the team. You need somebody who can who can who can think about things, who can uh, get things done. And my fa- second favorite mutant would be Forge. But here's the twist. We're gender swapping Forge. He's not a dude. He's a lady. She's a lady. And she's going to be played by Paulina Alexis from Reservoir Dogs. She plays uh, Willie Jack. She's great. She's hilarious. She's fun. She also seems like she would play someone who could have that street smarts about her, but then also be a tech genius who could just make things happen. So that would be my blue team. All these people should be, are great, and they should be uh, cast immediately. Go ahead, Jason. With your lame okay. ass blue team of just regular people oh i mean my my team only person i would worry about on my uh your team would be storm all the rest of them get mopped um <laughs> no one's mopping <laughs> bishop all right <laughs> or rogue getting mopped. Get mopped. um all you need is rogue and she's got everybody yeah that's the forgiving what are we doing because uh, you didn't use the the the, the blue team from nines are we doing 90s rogue or are we doing the rogue that regular exists as just a regular chick that got to be 90s rogue obviously we're not no one gives yeah, a fuck well, about regular chick rogue that means, doing, that means you gotta have her miss marvel have powers her. rogue that's what i'm saying got, so you gotta have her absorb mrs marvel at one point yeah you gotta make that a thing yeah i'm sorry no one likes yeah, yeah, Marvel, yeah, so yeah, i think yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh that that was low that was low you called me sexist earlier that was low <laughs> <laughs> look Three, if you're listening, that was just a joke. I think you're awesome. Keep up the good work, young lady. <laughs> All right, so I got my blue team, right? <laughs> I got that 90s blue team. So, you know, when we go back to the 90s X-Men comic books, I pulled mine just right out there. Rip! Rip the right on no out here. So, whatsoever. Okay, gotcha. Well, so we're going to do... Oh, no, it's, it's definitely creative, because watch when I give you this list. So, we're going to start off with Psylocke. And, you know, we're going to have Psylocke up in there. My first thing, I was going to go, oh, man, that's easy. We're just going to go with that Jamie Chung. And I was like, you know what? That is some basic bitch shit, Jason. <laughs> Go out and be more adventurous. So the thing about Psylocke is, at one point, she was white and British. At one point, she was, <laughs> she's Asian. 
So that has been a thing in the comics. So I want to go with Naomi Scott. Yes, Princess Jasmine. Yes, the Pink Ranger, I believe, in, in yeah, Power Rangers. Pink, Pink Ranger, um, yep. and, and she was in Charlie's Angels. So the reason I picked her is because, you know, she's technically still Asian. But also, <laughs> that, that works out fine. So, bam. Next one I have to go with is Gambit. So Gambit, 90s blue team. Now, I know Gambit is Cajun. So don't get it twisted here. I know my stuff. But I said, nah, we're going to add a little flavor. We're going to get somebody that's Creole. That's because Louisiana so, is like 80% black as well. <laughs> oh, again, that was going to be my next point. But all right, Jason took that. So yeah, I'm going to go to a fourth point. I want somebody black that's out here that everybody like. Because you know what? I'm getting tired of getting the black characters. that we got to be like, oh, please like them. Well, uh, everybody like Gambit. Everybody. If you play everybody. Marvel versus... If you play Marvel versus Capcom, you like Gambit. If you played X-Men versus Capcom, you like Gambit in the video games. You like them in the 90s cartoon. You like them in the comic books. So I'm going to go with um, Robert Richard. And you know what I'm talking about, light-skinned dude. Oh, you don't know about Robert Richard? Oh, when you see him, you're going to know who it is. When I put him on here, you're going to know exactly who he is, man. And when you say you go like, oh, yeah, that dude could do his thing. Um, So he was in, you know. He, oh, he yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 but he actually is Creole, so that'll work out pretty yeah. well, you know what I'm saying? He um, was my cousin Skeet, yeah, yes, 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 he was. And I think what was it, all of us or all in one or something? He was back in the day, one on one, yeah, yeah, there it is, there it is. But let me give it to the people. I guess I put the clips of these people in there anyway, so but uh, if you are watching right now to give you who we're talking about. Also, Damn. guess what, people? Black people can have green eyes. It's a thing. And red hair. And blue eyes. We come in all sorts of phenotypes. It's crazy, right? <laughs> like, it's insane. We can have blonde hair if we want to. Because, you know, we all of our genetics exist. And, like, everything comes from us. So, all right. There you so, go. then my next, you know, if I'm a roll with Gambit, you know we got to get rogue. And so, um, Jason, go ahead and, and say it for me. Kiki Palmer. Hell yeah. Come on, Sharon. Come on. Yes. So we're going to rock Kiki Palmer for that one. Uh, then I have Beast. You know, intellectual, but still a savage. I went with Joel Edgerton for Beast. He's not going to sing in the movie. Oh, that's Tyron Edgerton. Never I'm sorry. Wrong, <laughs> wrong guy. Wrong guy. Joel. He's like an idiot. Ah, maybe. Oh, come on. Uncle Owen? <laughs> Why you why you hating on Joel, man? Why you hating on my bro? Why you hating on my dude, man? Like he could he could pull off a little bit of beast action here, man. Yeah, he name one movie going. where he's played someone smart. He don't got to. Nicholas Holt paid beast. Get the fuck out of here. And Nicholas he, he, Holt he, used to bang used to bang freaking uh Jennifer Lawrence. He's gotta be what smart. That, what, what, <laughs> what that gotta do? Because Jennifer Lawrence is smart? Man, no, we better stop he's this. Kentucky. He's got a British accent. <laughs> Bruh, I'm talking about that he don't look like Beast. He ain't bulky. He ain't got no weight to him. He a little short. He just, he just made a joint a furry. That's what they made him. Nicholas Holt was a furry. <laughs> yeah, but he you, just got a British accent, so they thought he was smart. That's all you need. <laughs> that, that don't mean nothing. If you act smart and you can pull off smart, it don't matter if you really are smart. Anyway, ain't this, ain't this my list? Did I say anything in your list? I'll let you have all your people. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. Next, I got Jubilation Lee. Jubilee. Now, with Jubilee, I'm going to keep it a bean. I just recast Chick from the other X-Men because I thought she was underutilized. Yes. So, uh, 
Lana Condor. Yeah, she's awesome. So I'm like, if she's already, I think she's in that Kissing Booth movie or whatever. Like, I don't care what she's in. I thought she had a great look in uh in the, the previous X-Men series. So why not just go and bring her back on over here? And like you said, give her something to do. Show them Make sparkling powers. <laughs> yes, because Jubilee does become a vampire in the comic books, guys. Yeah. So Jason wasn't just trying to make a, a jacked up joke. Uh, <laughs> Cyclops, Slim, my favorite X Men. Your fa- oh look. man, you toxic as fuck. <laughs> look, 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 look. I, oh man, come on, all them redheads you got the bang and got away with it, and got the yeah. blonde at the end. Who yeah. don't want to be uh, anyway? Anyway, <laughs> if I can't have Henry Cavill because he's Superman and he's the Witcher. I'm going to settle for Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. That's actually a pretty, pretty good choice right there. That's actually So I'm going to rock that. I think he could do it. And also when I was looking for Cyclops, if they're going to do the lame-ass version of him from the X-Men cartoon, that's going to make him more Captain yeah. America-esque, I Scott think he East- can fit that role. Scott Eastwood gives off cop. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know who my, my other choice, the other guy I was thinking about too was what's the dude that's on Hawaii 5 0, the new one that is a uh, cop in it? Um, I can't think of his name anyway. That guy was thinking about heavily for a minute because again, he gives off cop because he plays cop. So <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I feel like Cyclops is a little bit cooler than, than cop. He's like the kind of cop that would like, you know, like hey, you're my informant now, I'm not gonna bust you, but we're also gonna get high together. But I don't tell nobody we get high together. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, 100%. I mean, yeah, Cyclops is about that life, even though he he is sometimes lame. But all right, Wolverine, the last member of my blue team here. All right. I can see it on the thing. (laughs) Go ahead. Yes, yes. (laughs) I originally, if I had my choice, Wolverine would be played by Danny DeVito. (laughs) But I realized Danny DeVito is a little too old. A little bit too old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that he can't do it. But if Kevin Feige, you hear me, Daddy DeVito should be your man. And I don't I don't want to hear nothing else. But if I got to settle for somebody else, uh, I would go with Jared Kiesel. And he is little known, but I think the dude, uh, he's in some stuff I watch, but I guess to put up there so people can see him. Oh, he's um, from Atlanta, Kenny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think he yeah. would be, and he's Canadian. So I even threw that in to help out a little bit, but I think he would be a good oh, Logan. Yeah. I would I would hurt my head against his abs. I mean, what? <laughs> Don't worry, we can edit that in post. Uh, we, we will not edit that in post. But yes, yeah, so <laughs> that is my blue team there, X-Men blue team. We taking it for the W here, man. We we out here. Um, yeah, man, I, I, again, my biggest things, I wanted to add some diversity. Actually, because when you had Nightcrawler, because I think I'll probably have him. You know who I really wanted it? And I think your choice for Nightcrawler is better than mine because I didn't think that far away. But <laughs> I think a good close second is um, Dev Patel. I would love to see Dev Ooh, Patel as Dev Patel is great. Uh, my yeah. thing is, uh, if we're casting the X-Men again, um, make them all black. Fuck it. <laughs> make everyone else one of them black. <laughs> or of something of, you know, not just black, a person of color that could be a spec. I don't care. I, I will... If you want to make Rogue Hispanic, go ahead. I, if you want to make Captain fucking Cyclops uh, uh, Native American Inuit, I'm I'm down for it. Like, just make them. Ain't none of them should be white. Because A, well, skinny pride <laughs> and calling people the N-word and fuck that bitch. <laughs> she did? What did this I happen? think sometime, one time in the comic and everybody was like, what? 
Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I tried my best to keep some of the... If it was characters where their race mattered, I tried to keep it close to that. But it's characters like like Psylocke. She's been multiple races. Like, yeah. don't they bet nobody ever come at me and be like, oh, well, she... No, she's been Asian. And Naomi Scott is Asian. It just may not be the Asian that you want. But she's Asian. Racist. Because you only right, think one right, right, right. Asian. <laughs> right. But Gambit, his race doesn't matter. It's just about his culture that matters more. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to pick somebody who's familiar with the culture. And there are plenty of Vietnamese people from Louisiana who are Cajun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. There is a movie uh, Rogue, about that. <laughs> Rogue, again, another Southerner. I, I think, again, I'm with you. If, again, Rogue's race does not play into what she is, who she is. So I think that's always good. Jubilee. Her race does play a little bit into it, but she is adopted. So yeah. I think the Asian-American thing has to be a standard, but it does not have to be, quote-unquote, necessarily, you know, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, any of that. It could be anything I, mean, I think of. A, she could be from Georgia, specifically yeah, from Duluth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cyclops, definitely up with you. You got to give cop vibes. Now, if this were, if we were dream casting and we could just change anybody's age and all that, um, we all know the perfect Cyclops will be a young Winston. You know, that would be the perfect Cyclops all the way. But, you know, we can't. He, he's older now. And I saw him in Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, and I don't need him to do nothing else but sit down and talk. Use his voice <laughs> from now on. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what he does, actually, for now on, to sit down and talk. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then Wolverine, technically, the only thing about Wolverine that needs to be done it, it which should be done, but it will never be done because it's Hollywood. It should be short and hairy, but that will never be done. So I just <laughs> stick with the Canadian thing, which isn't a huge thing in Logan's backstory. Because, Dude, like, you know. He was Australian at first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was in the, what was it, the 90s? The, not the, the 90s, the 80s. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did, there was it, um, the something of kid, the pride, the pride of. Kid, I don't know. I remember it was like the little cartoon they had that was like a pilot, and it was like Wolverine was Australian as hell in it. Like, and I was hello, like, Mike. I'm Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, then why are you Wolverine and not Tasmanian Devil? Doesn't make any sense because I don't think they have Wolverines in Australia. No. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> I'm from I'm from Toronto, mate. <laughs> I'm from Toronto. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Put another poutine on the body. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Talk about Dingo's eating his baby in Canada. I'm like, what are you talking about? He, oh, but you know what would have worked great if he was Australian? At one point, like, it should be a fight scene, and a guy pulls out a knife for him, and he goes, <laughs> That's, That's not a knife. A knife. <laughs> Ching, snip. This is a he, knife. A knife. <laughs> like, that would be, be the best thing that would ever come out of that whole scenario. <laughs> And we've won the movies, everybody, because right. Australian <laughs> Wolverine. Right. Are you yeah, listening, the... Kevin Feige? Listen to us. Yes. We will make yes. you a billion more dollars easily. Yeah, because because no one's ever going to see X Men without our casting. I'm just letting you know that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't put us in a in a in a ditch behind the Indiana Jones ride and MGM Studios. Just, <laughs> I can be bought for a little amount of money, all right? Like, it is not a whole lot compared to You're what really Disney has. fascinated with Disney killing us, aren't you? <laughs> 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 Disney, there's a reason why Disney has all the stuff that Disney has. They don't write checks. Yeah. George Lucas has been replaced by a clone. <laughs> yeah, they don't write checks. They break necks. Yeah. <laughs> Give us Star Wars. 
It's <laughs> five Mouse, billion. That's the reason why Mickey Mouse wears them gloves because under his knuckles are all fat and, and gnarly because we're beating people up. <laughs> you see him now as he's talking to you. You've done a bad thing, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just signed over the rights. <laughs> he's got rings Paul all over his fingers. <laughs> right? Say <laughs> <Like> love and hate. <laughs> Uh, he does the whole scene from Do the Right Thing. Love wants yeah. to get you. You're like, Mickey, you are Spike Lee? <laughs> Don't interrupt me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I've told you, hoes. Uh, but yes. Now it is the part of the show that we all enjoy, which is the end. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to Head Cannon Circus. This is episode go to 68. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed uh, the show. Us arguing way too long about smile, but this is probably the first thing we've really disagreed with heavily, and maybe almost like two months now. Like, yeah, usually we're right everything else has been good. The same. <laughs> or, mm. or everything else has been terrible <laughs> that we enjoyed it. <laughs> and we, we all true. Thunder, so I'm looking uh, at you. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember to like, share, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, Facebook under Head Cannon Circus. We're everywhere you want to be. I feel like that's a credit card thing that I just ripped off, but I'm just going to keep riding with it until they try to sue me for it. Discover? American Let's Express. Go with, uh, oh, if it's Discover, if it's they Discover, that's a trash card, then we ain't got to worry about it. They ain't going to come <laughs> for me. <laughs> but the other two, they may come for us. They may sit, folks. Uh, but again, thank you all for listening. Remember to try to pick up the book club, Do uh, Dungeons and Do-Rags by Ron Dawson. We're going to read that and hopefully get Mr. Dawson on the show on October 23rd to review his own work. So I'm hoping that I really, really enjoy it. And Jason hates it. So when we get on the show, Jason can talk shit to him. And I could be like, that ain't me, Ron. That ain't me. I you, love the Dungeons You come up, you bring me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new rags. Fuck that other Jason. <laughs> Only me. <laughs> that, that hit word, man. That hit word. Uh, so yes, but please go join along with that. Other than that, Jason, you got any final words and comments? Uh, smile sucked. Uh, you're mm-hmm. wrong. You're objectively mm-hmm. wrong. Objectively. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, be kind, be considerate, <laughs> and a tip your bartenders and servers at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. And if you see Jared on the street, just, you know, give him a hug. You know, he's been down lately. Just give him a hug. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Today is actually October the 5th. It is me and my wife's anniversary, nine years strong. And shout out to Caitlin, Ryan's wife. It is Caitlin's <laughs> birthday. I always say that my wife is savage, that we got married on her best friend's birthday. But it wasn't my decision, man. I just had to get down the aisle. I was, I, I, I was about to like, think you say shout out to Caitlin, my mistress. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she nah, made nah, these five nah, nah. years great. <laughs> these nine years so easy to do. <laughs> well, the I can do rubs, another the shoulder rubs. <laughs> I can do another 19. All because of you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you all next week. <laughs> if Smile was a good movie, objectively good. Oh.